are listening to the Salty Witches Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, and I'm here with Mike. Hello. And Vlad. Hello. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing good. Spicy. Yes, Austin is spicy. I am a spicy meatball. I think Vlad and I are, are a little burnt from the day, but I think we're all good otherwise. And Vlad hasn't been on the podcast in a little while, so it's nice to have his voice back on here. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you for having me. All right, so gentlemen, tonight we are going to be discussing uh, Draconic Spirits. Um, and I think this one was, um, this is a topic that someone asked us to do a while ago. This one kind of got pushed back a bit. Um but, um, yeah, anyway, and, and I have you two, you two for sure. One of the reasons we've got Vlad back on tonight is Vlad is, uh, has a lot of experience with these kinds of spirits. He, he works with, uh, draconic energies, uh, somewhat consistently and, uh, and Austin, you, you as well. So, um, all right. So I guess a good place to start for our listeners is, uh, to address that there seems to be a lot of confusion about the difference between dragons and draconic spirits so what is what's your take on that like how would how would you explain the difference there to to our listeners well when we go about dragons Mm -hmm. we gotta understand that uh a dragon is a spirit not a creature that's one thing that i want to say okay right when uh Let's just say dragons exist in a different realm of existence. They don't live in this realm or not even in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. Right. And they are they have their own nature. At least the way that I practice when we're talking about draconic spirits, Mm -hmm. I've always seen them as a spirit that has evolved or is connected to dragons, but they're not dragons. Okay. Right. There could be spirits like, for example, to give you a really simple example would be like a, dra- a dragon and a human mixed together or a dragon and a tree mixed together. Those oh. kind of those kind of spirits. That's how I always interpret them. That's how I always felt them. Right. And dragons for you to work with a dragon. It requires a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Not from not from the dragon's part, but from your part, because you can want to work with a dragon all you want, but the dragon will have the last word. A draconic spirit, it would be more approachable okay. than a dragon. All right, right. Again, basically, almost kind of the same energy, but not the same level of existence. I would say, not the same uh, kind of spirit. Mm-hmm. How do you think about that? What do you think about that, Austin? The way that I see the difference between dragons and draconic is very similar to Vlad in the sense that draconic spirits do have roots from dragons, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, But draconic spirits and draconic energies are a little bit more akin to something along the line of a Luciferian stream. Something a little bit more nature-driven, something a little bit more primordial, uh, almost demonic, if you will, um, where they actually do have some sense of how the humanistic lives and mortals kind of work and intermingle, whereas dragons don't. Yes. They will look at a human and be like, you're crunchy and go good with ketchup, cool. Um, Whereas a draconic spirit is closer to us. Dragons are further away. Yeah, have a better understanding of who we are yeah. or and what we are about. Mr. Conic spirits. Okay. Do. Okay. 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 Thank you for for kind of answering that because it it um I you know I ha- I've had interactions with people, you know, who've expressed interest in these particular kinds of spirits, and it just seems to me like they're like you talk about draconic spirits, and the first place people go is oh like Dungeons and Dragons, you know, or you know like that that fantasy I cast magic missile fairy tale kind of, you know and I, and i'm like no no you know and so and it can be difficult sometimes to explain some of that to you know particular people and another thing so. that i want to uh, i want to add to this is that we are not talking about uh, um um like a uh, like buddhist or any kind of asian 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Mystic yeah. dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. That. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, because those. I think in most of those traditions, those dragons are really basically like they're akin to gods. Exactly. Yeah. They're gods. Yeah. They're gods in 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 in. Okay. For certain gods in 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 they just say for certain beliefs like Buddhism, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, each emotion or each uh, let's just say uh, power, mm -hmm. it represents a dragon. It represents a god that is holds. It's works. If we use uh, uh, Zeus as an example, mm -hmm. then it would be a, a a dragon that would be lightning. Okay. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another way to think about it is draconic spirits would be more akin. I, I said demonic, and, and that is very true. Some of the goetic spirits that we would see would be oh, yeah. demonic or uh, draconic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and within demonology, uh, one of the aspects that we study is actually draconic mm -hmm. because they are so close to the infernals. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're not infernals, but they're really close to infernals. Okay, I was going to say, let's clarify that, because I think that a lot of people, uh, particularly people who are newer to some occult traditions, are, you know, you hear terms like, you know, uh, demonic and infernal and, you know, and these kinds of things. And I think a lot of people, they hear those, and because of the shadow of Christianity that many people are still kind of working to deprogram, um, those can be terms that can be very scary for people. Yeah. So... You know, focusing specifically on draconic spirits, you know, would you say that these are spirits? Like, these aren't evil spirits, right? They're not no, They're not no. evil, necessarily. They don't really have a concept of good or evil. They just Different are. nature. Yeah. Okay. So, again, it comes down to kind of that conversation that you and I have a lot, Vlad, about, like, yep. like, just different morality. Yes. Like, we can't put human morality on other kinds of beings. Exactly. It's just like, okay. it's just like with gods. You cannot place the morality of humans upon a god. Yeah. Gods don't understand that. So... When you have people floating around talking about how gods show up here and gods do this and they're acting like this and Hera is sitting next to me while I play Call of Duty, like, no, the fuck they aren't. That's called mental illness. So go to a doctor. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right. Okay. So, um, Vlad, as you were talking about working with these these kinds of spirits, um, you mentioned that this, uh, this is something that can take uh, dedication. Yes. And patience. Like, it, we, we, I know we've spoken even on the podcast before, particularly again around like deity work yeah. and working with gods that you really do have to kind of put some effort into establishing the connection and establishing the relationship. So, um, so, so just again to confirm that that would be true for these spirits as yeah. well. Yeah. I would, I would say so. And again, this is my opinion alone. I think that uh, a relationship with a dragon mm -hmm. or even with a draconic spirit, even mm -hmm. though they, they're more open to us, mm -hmm. uh, probably will take more effort to connect to those spirits than mm -hmm. actually with an actual deity. Yeah, I don't think that's okay. an opinion. I, think, I, I agree with that opinion. Yeah, well, and that would make sense to me because depending on people's beliefs, uh, beliefs, 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 beliefs around uh, deity work <laughs> and gods, there's kind of an understanding in a lot of traditions that gods... Uh, want to work with human worshipers yes in some capacity and i don't know how i feel about that personally like i haven't always found that to be the case depending on the god well i think it's depending um, on the god yeah yeah but uh but where these spirits are concerned these are are wholly independent like they oh, yeah. don't they don't they don't need humans to worship them they don't nope. they don't want that they don't care if they have that interaction yeah the way so, that i see it is always it's like if i want to achieve a level of spirituality or a level of power you always are going to aim to be like a dragon. Okay. Yeah. Independent. I don't need nobody. I don't even need my species. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, and, and just to do some more clarification with gods, um, in every mythos, mythology tale around creation, there is gods involved, right? So, of course, the gods are going to have some semblance of further connection to humanity, seeing as how they created us. Very in true. In Hellenic mythology, Zeus created the first human from clay. Right? From clay? Is that right? No, but that's okay. Do go on. Oh. We're, we're, we're talking about dragons. But, so, because of that, they're going to be a little bit more invested. Just a little bit. Not much. Because you're not that special. But just a little bit more invested. Whereas, draconic and dragon spirits are like, uh, fuck. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so, with all of that being said, um, 
what's the, what's the benefit to working with spirits like this? You know, you put all of this effort into establishing a connection. You know, what what's what's the benefit to someone who, as a spiritual or, or magical practitioner? Really, what why? Power. Okay, power. All right. Um, and almost like no middleman. So no, so taking out the middleman. Uh-huh. Can you explain that a little bit better? So if, you're working, that? if you're working with a deity, for example, there's always some sort of intercediary or something that has to happen, and it's kind of on their time. So depending on circumstances, things can shift and change. However, when you're working with a draconic spirit or a, dra- a dragon, it's a contract. It is. It will be done by this day at this time. Here's what, here's what we have. This is what you have asked. This is what we've agreed to. It's done. I agree with that. I also want to add, I also want to add that I think it's very important for everybody to know, every uh, all our listeners to know, that when you are working with a dragon or you have that relationship with a dragon, it's not that you are working with it. You have become a student. Mm-hmm. You are a student of the dragon. So one of the things that you gain for having that relationship is not only knowledge, but knowledge that has power. Okay. Right? Also, like Austin said, very true. It's kind of a contract. Oh, you want this? This will happen at this time, this day, and it's going to happen. Right? But at the same time, when you have that benefit of knowledge and power, you also have the risk of. Right? Meaning, you're going to work with this. You, we're going to work with this situation. Fine. You start having doubts on what that dragon told you or that draconic spirit told you. That can turn against you. Mm. This is why it's very, very serious when you say, I work with the dragon and you really are working with one. You should not be blabbing it out mm-hmm. to the world. Yeah. Because it's a very personal, <clears throat> personal, I, I would say it's even more personal than your guides. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree because you, you're, yeah, because you're you're dealing with in essence what would it be another spirit's uh, independence, yeah, and, and and you know yeah, so that would make sense. I, I, I think like, that should be true for our gods too, to be honest. Well, you know, yeah. So many people are on the internet talking about oh, I work with all these gods, and it's like you know that used to be a really personal thing, yep. you know, like if you're sharing information with the perspective of teaching, okay, maybe, yep. But, you know, but the fact that you have to advertise this kind of tells me, yeah, maybe you're really not working with these gods. Maybe you're just, maybe you're just one of these, like, I need to be special kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like what Vlad said about about, uh, it being a teacher. Because if you go to someone who is the best at what they do and you seek mentorship with them, you will see results if you're doing the work. If you're doing what your mentor says, you will see the results. And that's that's true for everything in life. It's consistency that is key. On the other side of consistency, you see results. Okay. Wow. Jeez. Some like like some like crazy like what is the sound of one hand clapping kind of shit coming out of you. It's very un Austin like that's odd. Anyway, anyway really? um, I think it's very me. Okay, so Vlad, you kind of touched upon a couple of these uh, already, but um, how would you two, as the two of you have worked with these spirits, how would the two of you kind of describe uh, like the personalities and the energies of these spirits? To me, they change. Okay. They're not the same. Okay. Even if you're working with the same dragon. Again, that doesn't mean that if you work with this dragon, you're going to work with 20 more dragons, right? Mm -hmm. Usually the relationship, it's it's one-on-one. They're selfish. Yes. Okay. If they're yeah. working with you, they don't want you working with any other kind of uh, of dragon. Okay. Yeah. It's with one with him, and that's it. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, now, um, first of all, the relationship at the beginning it's scary because that dragon is going to be intimidating. Mm-hmm. He's the dragon will intimidate you on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you have all these personalities in one because they're so evolved mm-hmm. that. Some days, he might be nice to you. Okay. Other days, they will be very aggressive towards you. Some other days, they're going to hurt you. Why? Because you need to feel that pain to grow. Gotcha. Okay. Right? Yeah. And, and, and their personalities, 
you know that we sometimes we we we've spoken about the void yeah. here, uh -huh. right? Yeah. How we all come from the void and and all that, right? Yeah. I've always thought and I had in my head, at least again my opinion, that the first energies that came out of the void mm -hmm. were the dragons. Okay. Right again. That's yeah. my own well, no, that theory. Would make, that would make that's sense because we we talk so much about uh, you know like the first energies or the, or the primordial energies being fairly chaotic in nature. Yes, and I mean I think chaotic in nature seems to me to describe dragons and draconic yeah. spirits very it, well. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so I, I I do feel like within uh, within that void, those first those first energies that came out that became the dragons, um, they have. Absorb like let's use your word that chaotic energy, mm -hmm. right? And they have been present since then, and 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 they don't they don't. It's not that they don't know. I think that their nature, because it's chaotic, that's the only way that they can communicate with you. Mm -hmm. That they know how to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, a good way to describe it because they're very very primal. Um, and if any of my students are listening to this, I'm telling you to speak up because you're very quiet. It's getting picked up just fine. Go on. If any of my students are listening to this, they don't really communicate the way you would anticipate them to. It communicates much more in a primal sense, in more of a desire pre-verbal language. Yeah, yeah, and I think you 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 hit the nail on that one. You use the word desire, mm -hmm. and I think that you it, it's what they want. You ask Michael about mm -hmm. how he's their interaction of their personalities. I think that's the key. It's whatever they desire in the moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. All right. So, what would you recommend to people who decide to kind of dig into this? And, you know, they want to do this. How would you recommend, because of some of what we were just discussing with the temperament and personality of these kinds of spirits, how, what would you recommend to somebody, that, like, as far as, like, their approach? How would, you, how would you want to approach these spirits? Be afraid. Okay. And I'm not joking with that one. If you don't show the dragon that you are afraid of them, you're doing nothing. The, 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 the first reaction when you are approaching the spirit of a dragon should be respect and fear. Okay. Would that evolve over time though? Yes. Okay. Yes. But when we're trying to create a relationship, this is not something that you just knock on the door. Hey, hello, I'm here. I want to work with you. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. you gotta, you gotta <clears throat> start doing things. Okay. For example, do a, 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 a ceremony or ritual to honor those spirits, specifically for dragons or draconic spirits. That's mm -hmm. one. Okay. Start to reach out, start to talk, right? Invite them, invite, invite and a specific dragon to your life, you know, to, 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 to be present with you, right? But again, you have to do it being extremely careful. Okay. Yeah. And very <clears throat> respectfully. Okay. I agree with that, but I'm going to disagree on the fear point. And the reason I'm going to disagree on the fear point is because I'm very big into, like, witchcraft and your magical work not having fear, though you will feel it that first moment you come into contact with it. You will feel that twinge of fear. You'll probably want to shit down both legs. And then eventually, think of it this way. Bilbo Baggins, the first time he meets Smaug, he's like, oh my God, this can kill me. And so what does he start to do? Oh great and powerful Smaug. He starts to stroke the dragon's ego because what are they other than just ego? They're they're very equal. well. So I guess I guess I mean just to be clear uh, from what you're saying and from what Vlad was saying a moment ago. So would it be fair to say that in approaching these kinds of spirits, that we we do need to be cognizant of our fear as an yes. emotion, um, and that we need to in the process maybe of uh, relating that that maybe it would be more of say like a a state of of awe, like yes. an understanding that this is a very powerful being. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, and I, a being that I, that I should be afraid of because this is a being that could harm me mm -hmm. if it chose to. Uh, and, and it, it might, you know, it still will. even, yeah, exactly. Even yeah. if, even if he decides to work with you, it could still harm you. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, uh, and so where that is concerned, I could see where, yes, like fear certainly. Um, but to touch upon some of what, what Austin was saying, wouldn't over time, I mean, I would think that because of the 
uh, you were talking about like the ego, the energy and the personality and just the, the, the nature of these spirits over time, wouldn't it, wouldn't you want to get to a point where you were kind of showing up and you were showing these spirits like I'm, you know, yes, I'm mortal and yes, I carry fear, but I don't allow my fear to control me. Yes, that's, that's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, and yes, the way that the, the reason why I say fear and being mm -hmm. afraid, yeah, it's not because of, of 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 you need to be afraid of the dragon because you are afraid that you're gonna die or you're gonna get hurt. Yeah, no, it's a fear. If you don't, again, this is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, if you don't show the dragon that you fear him, you don't stroke his ego. Well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, but if you yeah, because if you came in like all like, well, I'm a big badass witch and stuff. Exactly. Witch, or, you know, I mean, basically that to me would almost seem like you're you're issuing a challenge. Yeah, but well, you're, you know, oh. you're issuing a challenge, but also, um, in my experience, you don't go in thinking you're going to die. You go in knowing you could potentially. Yeah. You know, um, or or not necessarily die, but like get get attacked, hurt, get hurt. Okay. Um, so it's respect and mm -hmm. that's where that line between respect and fear is very very gray <clears throat> yeah because again using the mentor as an example if you're going to the best of the best of the best you're going to be nervous you're going to be a little scared to approach this person who has or this thing that has made their life around doing what they do best and you're going to be nervous about asking them to take you on as a mentee yeah yeah, I want to give you my example, my personal example. The first time that I approached trying to work with a dragon, I didn't even look at the dragon in the face. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's a that's a no. That's Again, a no go. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. You know, I I, I it, it's not that I was kneeling, mm -hmm. but let's just say maybe a bow. I was bowing and not looking mm -hmm. at his face. Yep. Okay. I, I think that I think that 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 summers everything. Yeah. Yes. So okay. So so then just to kind of maybe take that same kind of the same line of thought just a little bit further, because this this is reminding me of a conversation that I've had with some with well with more than a few people over the years. I think a lot of the time when we reach out and we connect to spirits like this, not just these spirits, but I even like gods. The, the context of this conversation, as I had it in the past, was about deity work and gods specifically. Um, you know, and and what I'm hearing or have heard from a lot of practitioners is they they prepare themselves, they they do all that they feel they need to do to kind of like open the door and to kind of extend, you know, like an invitation to whatever, whoever the being, you know, the spirit, the God, whoever they may be, right? And their first interaction with that spirit is negative in nature. Like that spirit comes back and says, like smacks you down and says, yep. how dare you? Do you think I would work with you? Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times those people... Um, like they allow that to shut them down. Yes. When a lot of the time that is almost like these spirits kind of testing you. Yep. yep. Like, are you strong enough to take mm -hmm. the abuse? Yep. Are you strong enough to wither the, the storm of my anger and mm -hmm. still come back? Because that's a way for me to confirm how serious you are mm -hmm. and how committed you will be. Yep. And it is not that I will always treat you badly. I won't. But... This, this it's it's a test, right? Yeah. It's kind of it's I guess it, it's like metaphysical hazing, right? I don't kind know. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, um, so so it would seem to me like so. And, and is this based on your experience, like the two, both of you? Like I mean, that that would be I would think fairly comparable to these first kinds of encounters with draconic uh, spirits yep. and dragons, right? Yeah. Like they want to test you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You know, like yes. like are you worth my time? Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, yeah. kind of is the thing. The first <clears throat> experience that I had, um, was with. I'm not going to talk about that one. Um, I'll talk about the second experience I had because the first experience is very personal, and I'll only share it with with coven mates because I I I, I trust you guys. Um, but uh, the second one I had, where I actually decided I was going to pursue working with it, was I went to this place where I used to do a lot of my own private work, and I went into this space. It is wild. I went to a wild place. And you could feel it. There was something there. It's almost like there was a heartbeat that pulsed through the entire place. Um, and as I approached and found the center, or where I perceived the center to be, it moved. And it continued to move. The wind kicked up. I started hearing voices. I started hearing noises. And at first I was like, oh shit, am I going crazy? You know. And then I started tripping and falling over things. I started getting pelted in the head by stuff. I started getting a migraine. And I was just like, 
what the fuck? And so I was feeling like I was attacked. And so I buffered up my shields. I, boom, did that. And they broke. And so at that point, I knew, okay, I need to just let this happen. And so I, I spoke out loud, you know, I know you're here. I feel you. I can hear you. I see you. I respect you. I know what you can do. I have felt what you can do. And I seek to work with you. And it was about probably about a month of me going at least once a week to this place and just just getting the attention. When I finally got the attention and started working, we were golden. Okay. All right. Okay, so, <clears throat> and Austin will be happy about this because he's been concerned that we've been lowering our salt on the podcast. It feels a bit. like we've gone on a low sodium diet. We are. We're 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 on a low sodium. We've been low sodium of late. Um, you know, but that's okay. You know, the main thing is is the the information, right? But anyway, but you'll be happy about this because we're gonna shit on light workers a little bit. Okay. Um... So anyway. Draconic spirits, these kinds of spirits, we, we know the new age community, the quote unquote light worker community, that they are all about taking everybody else's spiritual practices. Yes, they are. What is, I would love to just hear from the two of you, what is your take on these, I'm just going to say, bullshit new age concepts, things like the like dragon spirit guides, angel dragons, there's some moron in the area here who actually teaches workshops on the Christ dragon. Like, what the fuck? What's your take on that? I would love to hear from draconic practitioners what you what you think about that. Ye mess with powers you shouldn't meddle with. Therefore, you're working with nothing. Okay. It well, is, that was very fancy, but what's your... What, it's, again, it's bullshit. Okay, all it right. It is bullshit. Okay. It is fake, bubblegum, spirituality, boba bullshit is what it is. Okay. Sitting in a circle, burning white sage because yes, it's always white. Sage. It's always white sage with some <clears throat> some vegan. No offense to vegans. Some vegan, some some white white person years, who you know, has you know some, who, some white person with dreads who's a vegan, but a raw <clears throat> vegan, um, claiming to be a shaman, and they're gonna call him the Christ Dragon. It's bullshit. Mm -hmm. It is one hundred percent. Bullshit. If you okay. want to believe in that, good for you. Do it, but it's fake, and you just need to be aware that it's yeah, fake, it's and that you're putting your faith in something that's wrong. Very limited. Okay, so Vlad, what's, what's your take on these kinds of things? Okay, first of all, uh, to a point, it bothers me. Okay, yeah. You know, it bothers me deeply because I took time and effort, mm -hmm. and I would even say blood, yeah, to create my relationship with my with, with the dragon that I've worked with because it's not mine. That's one thing that bothers me. My yeah, dragon. Uh -huh, yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. It's the dragon that I work with. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I don't have a sense of ownership. Mm -hmm. Um and then this this light workers come in and they're like, oh oh well I work with this dragon and this dragon and my dragon helps me to heal. No it doesn't mm -hmm. and it bothers me when because it's disrespectful. Yeah. Uh First of all, to the dragon, to the dragons in general, and also it's disrespectful to my practice. Yeah. It yeah. is disrespectful to my practice. Yeah. So that's why every time somebody brings up in class or in a reading a dragon that is, you know, healing and is mine, I don't go off like I'm going now, <laughs> but I tell them, no, you're wrong. You're yeah. wrong. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. I think that, that, that I don't, can't believe I'm going to say this. But I think that light workers, and not all of them, because I know a few of oh, them yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that are pretty well balanced. Yeah, it's, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I think like they have been stealing mm -hmm. and 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 misappropriating practices from everywhere. Mm -hmm. And in terms of dragons, I think that they should. Re Sometimes I feel like I should send them a dragon. Mm -hmm. You know, like, please, yeah. I'm offering this people yeah. to you. Yeah. You know, do as you will, mm -hmm. right? But it's disrespectful because yeah. it, it, you cannot make a connection with the dragon just because you want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the Christ dragon, what the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah the well, Christ... also, like, the Kuan 
Dragon. Yes, yeah, the Christ Dragon in particular the really because the Jesus really and the Christ Dragon are separate. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing to me some of the things that these people make up, but. And I guess cool. there's a part of me that kind of feels like, okay, maybe these people are actually connecting to some sort of spiritual energy. Mm -hmm. But in my, you know, my experience and my research and my opinion, I, to me, that would, I think, be the true sign of a trickster spirit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's like telling these people like, well, I'm an angel. Well, I'm a dragon. And because they haven't bothered to learn anything and haven't usually had any kind of real spiritual experience to yeah. really give themselves a, a way to measure these things, they take that as like, oh, this, this must be an angel. You know, oh, this is an angel. This is a this is a, a draconic spirit. I'm working with the Christ dragon. You know, and I was like, probably not. You know, um, first of for, all, for these reasons. Yeah. Yeah. First um, of all, I don't think Jesus would approve of that. Well, and that, see, and I guess that cracks me up because I'm like, okay, I, because if you do, you have to read, and of course. We're limited to the the information that we have about Jesus as a figure, right? Other than what we know to be identified by Abrahamic texts yeah. and faiths, right? You know, and so much of that shit has either been changed so drastically over the Manipulated. years, or you know, whatever. So God knows if the, how much of that is even true it anymore, right? But there's no association. There's nothing in Abrahamic slash Christian doctrine that would ever see Jesus. Uh, paired with draconic energy in no. a positive way. Yeah. Right? Those kinds of spirits were always seen with, like, fear. And, like, they were viewed as, like, evil or manifestations of, of the yeah. adversary. Saint the Michael devil, the Archangel right? thrust the serpents back to hell. Well, I mean, the St. Michael, uh, St. Germain, there are so many stories Saint with, Patrick. with uh, figures, religious figures, that are deliberately, like, you know, no, no, we fight and kill dragons because dragons are a representation of evil. Yes. Um, and we realize that's not true. We realize dragons. Well, and, and a, dragons are a representation of freedom. Well, power. well, they're also a representation over the primal nature of man and yes. our physical planet, you know, and Christians have no value for those things, right? Because it's all white fluffy clouds and, and harps and some... Yeah, some... dragons don't love you. Dragons are not filled yeah. with love and light. Yeah. Dragons are not here to heal you. Dragons, mm -hmm. I, dragons don't even care about you. Mm -hmm. If dragons could have a, a, like a, a, a wall between them and us, they will have it. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. It's all about what you bring to the table. Yeah. And if you don't bring anything to the table, well, you're kicked out of the meeting. Yeah. Goodbye. Thank yeah, you. That's true. So talking about that, like you mentioned like a wall, kind of you know, being raised. How would you explain to someone who, with this question where we understand that these are spirits that kind of exist in like a, like a, a different realm. Mm -hmm. of, you know, like they, they, you know, they kind of they don't they don't really inhabit the same Ugh, I struggle with these terms because, again, they've been co-opted by light workers. But th these kinds of spirits don't really exist or dwell within the same kind of physical dimension that we do. So, how would you explain that to somebody? Like, are these spirits that say you could encounter in the astral realm? Not only the astral realm, but say, like, would that be a good space for people who were maybe trying to connect with these a bit more? Would that be maybe a place where they could start? Uh, possibly. Um, first you'd have to find one. Oh, when I, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just like talking like for instance, you know, I'm just trying to say like, like how would you explain to our listeners, um, where they dwell? Basically. Yeah. Like where, where do these, where do these spirits exist? Okay. Um, Austin said something earlier about dragons meaning freedom, mm -hmm. meaning that a dragon can move wherever he wants. Mm -hmm. They could be in the astral realm. They could be in the spirit realm. They could okay. be in the dead realm. They could be even in the physical realm if they mm -hmm. choose to, right? Yeah. And when I'm talking about the astral realm, we also are talking about the three levels of the astral realm. Yeah. They can also be in a more, in again, don't get scared, infernal or de demonic yeah. realm also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they can move anywhere they want, right? Mm -hmm. So how, you know, how do you find one, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, how do you intend to find one maybe to connect to, right? Yeah. You have to be very aware of what you're doing. You know, because sometimes, like Austin said, you'll be walking through a through through uh, some space or a place, mm -hmm. and you will feel the presence of something extremely powerful, almost mm -hmm. aggressive that you feel almost fear. Like, yeah. okay, what's going on? Yeah. Right. Um, if you are wanting to go to the astral, go to the astral, but be aware that once you are in the astral, looking for a dragon, this is going to be something that is going to be very, very far, far away. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the astral. Okay. Imagine that you're in the higher level of the astral realm. 
right? Because there are three levels, the mm -hmm. low, the middle, and the high. Okay. Yeah. You have you have that you are in the high level. Above that high level, you would have to keep going. Right? It's almost imagine the galaxies. Okay. Yeah. And the dragons are that you connect to here are probably in Andromeda. That far away. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Right? Because again, they don't want they want to be left alone. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So would most of the would the majority of the communication then primarily be within the realm of say like, I would almost say like like within the psychic or I mean if these are our energies that are choosing to to physically distance themselves mm -hmm. from say the realm we inhabit as humans at least at least most of the time I would say mm -hmm. um, how is that communication happening like is it is it, is it a psychic thing is it a clairsentient thing like what is that. I think I think it's a little bit of both and a little bit okay. of more than than just that. Okay. Right. That yeah. depends on where you're encountering the dragon. Okay. Right. But I would say that it's something that is very psychic, but also spiritual and astral all at the same time. Okay. It's right. like it's like a bundle of things. It's being being able to 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 be uh to, to smell, to taste, to hear. Yeah. Everything together, mesh in one. Right. Okay. The approach to it, though. It has to be by you. you. You cannot wait for them to come to you. Yeah. A dragon is not going to come to you and, and say, oh, I want to work with you. I want to teach you. Because, again, that would be, a, like you said, a trickster, trickster spirit. Okay. Yeah. You have to just go far and beyond to actually make that contact. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, you have to make the pilgrimage. Yeah. Okay. And um, probably the first time, I'm sorry, Austin, probably the first time that you try, you will not reach. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the... There's not really a nice or easy way to say this. But in order to actually get the attention of a draconic spirit or a dragon, you have to already have some sort of prowess. Yeah. Like, you don't just, day one of Wicca school, decide you're going to jump in as a little seeker who just barely read the Wiccan read for the first time and you're going to call up and try and conjure a draconic spirit to work with because there's plenty of people out there not even six months in not even years in you you need to know what you're doing how to access that place how to access your own power stand in your power because while they want to know that you're fearful and respectful of them they also want to know that you can hold your own yeah and when you crack open that gateway and you do that working you better be able to raise some power because if you're sitting there basically holding a mass they want nothing to do with you they don't care you better be working you better be moving you better be loud there better be heat it better be work yeah this i, I agree so much with you and this is why every time i hear someone say oh, i work with leviathan <laughs> i'm like <laughs> yeah really do you do, did you do you know that Leviathan is basically a dragon, a draconic spirit? Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so, it, you know, Leviathan is not just going to show up and say, "I'm here and give you a message." No, yeah. it's mm -hmm. not going to happen. And you don't know how many people I've seen in social media. Oh, I work with the Levi Le Leviathan. Yeah. Oh no, no, Lord yes, Leviathan. Lord, yes, Lord Leviathan. Yep. Yep. No, I don't go for cry. Usually when I come across those things, I'm just like, okay, bye. It's like, sure you do, sweetie. Okay, thanks. Um, Have fun with that trickster spirit. Okay, so this is an interesting question, and I, I want to say, this, of course, is probably really basically just going to be kind of pure, uh, you know, opinion, conjecture, you know, based off your, your personal experiences. Um, but, well, maybe not, because there, there are texts and things that do have some of this information in them. But where would you tell people, like, how do dragons, if we were to kind of create a hierarchy of spirits mm -hmm. like where would dragons kind of sit because they're they're and when i say hierarchy i don't necessarily mean to say that dragons are necessarily better than other spirits mm -hmm. or vice versa but you know but but if we look at say like confusion around like so dragons are they fey no 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 okay. but that umbrella of otherworldly spirits, yes. Wait, what? Okay, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. In my opinion, dragons are not fey. Okay. Right. I understand okay. what Austin is trying to say, 
yeah. right? It, it, okay. It's it, I think it's more a perception, a human perception on this than okay. than than actual spiritual one. Gotcha. You know, it's okay. like when you hear the fae, you think you think of the fae and you think dragons, fairies, elves, okay. hobbits, yeah, but that, dwarves. But, but that, that no. again has a lot to like. That's that's that like fantasy fiction. Kind exactly, of but no, they're not part of the. Well, yeah, okay, so they're not fae. They're not no, fae. they're not okay. fae. Um, are they elementals? They can be elementals. Okay. Mm -hmm. They can be. Okay. Again, we're not talking about elementals like elementals here on Earth. Okay. But gotcha. they can okay. have a source of an element. Okay. All right. Okay. It, it, I hope that's making sense. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, get, I this, get that. I get that. And with yeah. this, I'm not saying earth, fire, water. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. You know, when we're thinking about dragons, you got you you, you have to have a big and a bigger mind for this. Because that we only perceive earth, fire, water, and air as elements doesn't mean that that's, those are the only elements that exist, mm. right? Yeah. Within the dragon realm, let's call it that way. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, there are more elements than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we've talked about that on the podcast before. We've talked about really our uh, our limited experience of these, of the, say, we'll just say the supernatural, mm. right? These kinds of spirits, these kinds of beings, gods, whatever, that our, our limited experience of these things really is, that's on us. It's mm -hmm. not, it's not that these spirits are, well, not not all of them anyway. It's not that the spirits or the spirit world is in essence trying to keep us out. Mm -hmm. It's that we are limited in our yeah. own perception. Yes. For, you know, for a number of reasons. Yes. Well, one of them basically is just the fact that we are mortal. Yes. And as mortal beings, we have limitations energetically, spiritually. Um, yeah, but they can be, yes. They can be okay, elemental. So they can be elemental. Okay, what about, um, can they be gods? No. No. Okay. I don't put them okay. as gods. Okay. No. So can they you, like can to you, think they okay, are? Okay. Can you? So well, absolutely. I mean, given the personality, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So can you clarify that for our listeners? Though, like, what what would distinguish a dragon slash draconic spirit from a god? Gods can be draconic. So we have a aspects of like Hecate, um, like Hecate like, Dracana. Dracana. Okay. All right. Okay. The mother of dragons. The mother of okay. dragons. Okay. Right. Serpents. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, what makes the difference is. Gods have the ability to create life, whilst dragons, not really. Not specifically human life. Like, not souls. Not spirits. They can create aspects and forms, but they're... Okay, okay, okay. Okay, well, sorry, Austin got a little lost there. Okay, okay, so this is how I see it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't think they're, 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 they're gods. The reason why is because, again, for you to be a, for you to be a god or for, for a god to be a god, um, you need to have some sort of not humanity, but a connection to humanity. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's one. Okay. Now, dragons don't have that connection to humanity because, again, again, in my opinion, the, the, that's, those were the first chaotic energies coming out of creation of the mm -hmm. void, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, the way that I see dragons is not that they are above gods or below the gods. Mm -hmm. The way that I see is a source of power. A source okay. of knowledge, okay. and I, I don't want to go too much into in, into our traditions within yeah, the coven. Yeah, 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 but yeah. but I'm going to give you an example. Mm -hmm. If I would if I would place dragons in a place with the tradition that we practice, mm -hmm. it would be something very similar as the Gregory. Okay. All right. You know, I hold the power. Okay. Yeah. I have the power, and I I can I can watch if I want to, mm -hmm. but you don't matter to me. Okay. Gotcha. I don't want to be a part of you. Okay. I don't want to be close to you, but I know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right? Okay. But yeah. I stay away. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's the way that I see dragons, right? Okay. Yeah. Now, emotions, again, yeah. my opinion, mm -hmm. I feel like emotions can be part of that draconic energy. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Right? Okay. Our, our human emotions. I believe that for, for, for example, for, for certain energies to exist within humanity, mm -hmm. right? Dragons needed to be to be born or, or, or to be created or just to be. Okay. Right? Yeah. Rage. Yeah. 
that rage, take that chaos. You know, even right now, what we're going through, that the, the war. I, I yeah, feel like yeah. those, those are very dragon and draconic mm -hmm. energies. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, and it would seem to me kind of along the lines of that, that chaotic and that you talk about rage. Um, dra dragons do seem to be... Um, and I don't want this to sound like a negative kind of a thing because it's not always negative, mm -hmm. right? If we look at it in the right kind of way, but they do seem to me to have a fairly strong destructive kind of like, there's a very strong archetypal destroyer kind yeah. of energy around these spirits. Yes. Um, you know, and, and again, and I want to be really clear about that because we understand as spiritualists, occultists, these kinds of things, we understand that destruction is merely just the process of, uh, or is, is the, uh, the process that is necessary to yield further creation. Yes. So so destruction is not inherently a bad thing. Yeah. But these do seem to be spirits that like they they do enjoy. Yes. The destruction, they enjoy the fight, yeah. they enjoy these things. These energies yes. are very much Yeah, if, if for yeah. those and for those people that are listening that 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 don't understand the reference that I that I gave my my coven and my brothers here. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 look at it this way. The universe. And no, mm. I'm not talking about love and light. The universe, <laughs> right? And yeah. you have asteroids and you have comets, mm -hmm. right? Those asteroids and those comets are the dragons. Okay. They are around us. They are everywhere, but mm -hmm. they don't care to be here. They don't, yeah. they don't, they might come close, but that's it, right? Mm -hmm. That if one of them decides to, they can come and destroy us mm -hmm. because it's like you said, it's in their nature. But again, they are present, but they're not. Okay. Okay, yeah, and I think that's a good analogy. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Is there any... Is there any any last tidbit of information that you would share with our listeners on these spirits? Working with them, the nature of them, anything that we, we haven't had a chance to really talk about? Much like with gods and other things, just because you're attracted to draconic or dragon imagery does not mean that you are meant to work with them. I get it. Every one of y'all little RPG, LARPer, D&Ders out there, I'm one of those people. Ew. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> sees dragons in the D&D, LARP, role-playing video game world, and like, oh, it's so powerful. I've always loved that they're so magical and mystical. And it's like, cool. You can like that. And it's not a part of your practice. You know, there are people who constantly come in and they just think that they are surrounded by the Morrigan because they're seeing ravens in Utah. No, you're not. You're seeing crows. But that's, 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 that's just that. You can love the imagery of something. You can love and respect and, and think it is so amazing. But that doesn't mean that... It is something that you are ready to whip into your practice. Yeah. Well, with that, that you said, <clears throat> I have a question. Mm. You mentioned earlier Hecate Draconia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In your opinions, can you create a relationship with a dragon through the aspect of Hecate Draconia? Oh, most definitely. Exactly. So that gives you an example on not only the hierarchy, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But also, it it, it gives you an approach. Mm -hmm. Right. Obviously, if you don't work with Hecate, don't even try it. Yeah. 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 Th that. Okay. Yeah. Gods but are not vending but, machines. But I would imagine that would be true. There are other deities that have oh, yeah. known associations or, or other deities that are known in their stories to have or to hold influence or power yeah. over other types of life. Yeah. You know, like I think that's one of the reasons why people continue to fall back on Christianity. You know, if you're a Christian, your your primary go-to is going to be saints and angels, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And the reason for that is because your God is supposed yeah. to hold dominion over those. Yeah. And I have right. another question now. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, uh, within the Greek pantheon, mm -hmm. yeah. the Titans. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Would you consider the Titans to be draconic? Mm -hmm. I, I, I would say maybe not all of them, but I, I yeah. would say some of them, yeah. Ex I mean, Hecate yeah. is a Titan. So they yeah. would, no, yeah. I, I, the reason why I'm bringing this point is because I do feel... Like a lot of the titans within Greek mythology, mm -hmm. they were elementals, uh -huh. right? Yeah, yeah. And because they were elementals, some of them mm -hmm. are draconic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Not all of them, like yeah. you said, yeah. but some of them are draconic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. 
Again, yeah. just just yeah. random questions that come to my yeah. head. No, yeah. I think that would be true. And I, well, I mean, I think if you look at, um, like, I mean, other cultures too, you're going to find other cultures that have stories um, of beings that um, a lot of time even predate gods. Yeah, that would be more within the realm of draconic kinds of spirits yeah. or, or yeah. beings. So yeah, so that's yeah. Dragons are the chaos, and the gods brought order. That's a good way to see it. Okay. You know, so if we were to look at it like when the Titans ruled the earth from Greek mythology, it was absolute chaos. There was no balance. Uh, eventually, Zeus overthrew one of the Titans. Um, and I think that's propaganda. And, um, <laughs> well, Zeus overthrew the Titans with the help of a Titan, Hecate. Yeah. That's um, God propaganda, and I won't hear it. he saw that there was power there and went, hey, how about we do a thing? Like, let's ally. And I think really, though, it was like, I respect you. I think it was more like, I'm terrified out of my brain um, because you're scary. And she was kind of like, just leave me the fuck alone. Let me continue to rule over land, sea, and sky. I don't give a shit what you do with everything else. And he was like, okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> you know? Um, so, but the gods brought the order. They're the ones who kind of stepped forward and was like, you know what? Yeah, this chaos is here, and this chaos has given us a lot of good soil and compost to work off of to build the world as we see it and as we see fit. And... Okay. I, well, I mean, now you're now you're talking like creation mythology though. You're you're not talking like strictly draconian lore, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So okay. I mean, just to be clear, I don't want, I don't want to confuse our listeners with, you know, uh, with these with these uh, anecdotes. We'll say these personal, you know, associations that you make. Um, so though though there is some good information there. So. Okay, so right. like like you ask, um, 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 if you really want to work with dragons, you're gonna have to work your ass off. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started to have interest in dragons, I was very young, and it took me years to create a relationship or establish a relationship with a dragon. Right, so this is not something that you just are entitled to or you just can mm. acquire. Yeah. This is something that you have to work for. And like Austin said, if you are not sure of your own practice, don't even try it. Some things are not for everyone and that's okay. That's what makes us all different and special in our own unique manner. So would you recommend, I mean, since we're talking about that and, and you know, and I, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, keep you guys here longer than we need to, but, but since we're talking about, uh, you know, approaching and working with these kinds of spirits, um, are there, are there particular groups of people that you would kind of say, like, you really probably don't want to work with draconic energies? Um, yeah. Well, for example, if you're a person that have, uh, um, any kind of, 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 of trauma. Okay. Yeah. I would not recommend it. You're talking, you're talking like like pretty like like unresolved like pretty serious trauma. Yeah. I would assume. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, because we all have trauma one way or another. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. But okay. if you have worked your trauma and you're working through it and you feel strong, that's mm -hmm. perfect. Yeah. Okay. But I'm talking about people that are not sure of themselves. Okay. People okay. that have doubts. Okay. They don't they don't know how to make a choice. People who continually continue to try and spiritually bypass any form of healing. Okay. Yeah, and if you are, and I'm sorry to say it this way, not not no, I'm not. If you're a coward. Yeah, definitely. You should not do okay. this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. What about what about people that would have, um, like people who are maybe struggling with like serious kinds of mental illness? Yeah, don't do it. It's oh, don't no, no. Like people. No, okay, no. yeah. I, I find it's always just it's like just a good caution. Like don't don't you if you're dealing with those kinds of things, you know, and many people do, right? And they, mm -hmm. they can't be faulted for that. There are many reasons that people, um, you know, have to balance mental illness. But um, but it seems to me like working with these kinds of spirits would be something that would really kind of like exacerbate. Like exactly like that that could potentially make something like that a lot worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you cannot control your own chaos, there you go. Okay. Don't attempt it. Okay. Yeah. That's, Period. That's, that's a good way to put that. Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and that that's that is just a very good general thing. If you do not have the ability to control chaos around you, if you break down at the slightest inconvenience, dragons are not for you. 
just yeah. straight up. Okay. If if you're one of those people who freaks out and has a panic attack because you have the you might have to put on a mask to go into somewhere, dragons aren't for you. If you are someone who hears the word curse and pisses down both legs, dragons aren't for you. If you are the type of person who had a really hard day and you had to leave work early because someone yelled at you and and you just didn't get your Starbucks latte that day and it was super inconvenient and now you're just super overwhelmed and you just need to go home and have a Zanny, dragons aren't for you. Yep. God, you know, I did that one time. <laughs> dragons aren't for you. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, I think that's, that's enough examples out of you. Jeez. All right. Do you think you can become a draconic? Spirit? Uh, I would no. say, well, I, a draconic spirit? Yeah, spirit. I I suppose there are certain processes that I, I'd imagine that, that would take a lot of time. Um, a lot of lives. Yes, mm. exactly. But I, I could see like evolving, being able, as a soul, being able to evolve into something like that. But again, that would be very different than being, like, you're not a dragon. You're not a dragon. Yeah. yeah. Because you okay. were not... You were not born of the void. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing, the, the reason why I'm asking is, it just got me thinking while you are talking about my 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 practices, my tradition. Yeah. That you evolve yeah. through lives. Yeah. So you were. Yeah. You you probably your first life you were just a little ant. Yeah. And now you have become a human. Mm -hmm. So you know, and, and if, if you if I use that logic. Yeah. You know, at some point in evolution, you will become something more than a human. And no, I'm not talking about the fifth dimension. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm talking about evolving as a soul, like you said. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, the soul is. I think. I, I think all of us will agree on this, right? Like, just based off our, our own studies and experience with these things. But I mean, the the soul that we possess, though we would identify this in the moment in this lifetime as a human soul. That that really doesn't. The soul is the soul. Yeah, it's yeah. not a human soul. No, it's, it's just not a soul. Yeah, exactly. And the spirit you know, we have right now as, is human. Yes, but but as your individual need to evolve and grow as a soul, kind of led you down particular paths mm -hmm. of evolution. Yes. I yeah. I mean, I could see that you would yeah. potentially be able to evolve into you know a number of different things, or I would say maybe at least to take on aspects. Yeah, other kinds of things. Yeah, the, the, I'm saying this not because I want you know people starting starting to think or say, oh, I was, I was a draconic just, spirit in a past yeah, life. I was just hearing that. I was going uh, all these people saying, well, I was draconic spirit. It's like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Draconic means that you have detached yourself from humanity. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now the reason why I'm saying it is because I feel as a personally that that's a level that I would love to achieve. Yeah. As an evolved soul, and again, I'm not talking about the fifth dimension. I'm not talking about love and light or anything like that. I'm talking about the real evolution of the soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. All right. Okay, guys. Well, I just I want to thank you both for once again being here to share your uh, knowledge and experience, and um, yeah, and I think this definitely helps. You know, a lot of people are going to be very, very curious and also very confused about. And if you want this. a draconic reading, no, I'm joking. That's bullshit too. No draconic oh, yeah, readings. Yeah, yeah. I guess that actually, yeah, that is a good point because yeah, people, charlatans and people who want to try to do, distinguish themselves in some way will make up the craziest things. And yeah, yeah I, I would say. Would you guys say like, there's not a draconic spirit or a dragon or whatever out there that's just kind of hanging around in the ether ready to answer your questions about no. your relationships and your no. jobs because they don't really care no. about that care. stuff. And I'm, I'm not even going to say it. I I had the uh, dragon oracle. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. It doesn't connect to dragons, okay? No. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh -huh. There's a normal oracle like anybody. Yeah. Any, it's just any, dragon imagery. It's just dragon yeah. imagery. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So no, a dragon will not answer your question unless you have a relationship with him. Yeah. He's going to answer the question to you and to you alone. Yeah. He doesn't care about your friend. He doesn't care about your family. He doesn't care about the reading you're giving. Mm -hmm. It's to you. Yeah. And if you betray that trust, prepare yourself. Yeah, because yeah, they, they will get you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, all right, guys. Thanks so much yeah. for, for chatting. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, should we, should we call this an episode? Yeah. Shall we move on to, are we, are we doing... Do we want to do the, do we want to do the, what would we... How would we work as witches to help world situations? Mm -hmm. sure. Okay, we can talk about that for a minute. As long as Vlad, you're as long as you're okay. Oh yeah, I'm hanging okay out with for it. a minute. Um, what's going on in the world right now that we're like 
And, I, and I'm saying this because I know the first thing that's coming to everybody's mind right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm sure we're probably all thinking about the situation in the Ukraine right yeah. now because we I think that's... We talked about that one last week, but we can talk about it we, again. We, d- we did talk about that last week, and I guess that's well, why... Well, how about China? I, did I miss something? What's going on with China? Well, China, you know, that wants to invade, uh, I believe it's Taiwan? Oh, God, yeah. They've been, they've been after Taiwan for years. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the situation there. Uh, All right. You know, we have, and, and then we, we uh, you guys addressed the situation in Ukraine, but uh, we can address that too, but from another perspective, like from the people that are leaving Ukraine yeah. and search that they actually have no place to go, no mm-hmm. nowhere to go. They are immigrants yeah. uh, by force. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's one of the things that I was looking at. And then one of the things I was reading today also about, uh, like, most recent developments is it's looking more and more like the Russian military is preparing to um, siege particular yes. cities within the Ukraine. Yeah. You know, like, they're going to actually batter and, and attempt to basically starve mm-hmm. out uh, the citizens of the Ukraine to put pressure on the Ukrainian government. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, so looking at those two pieces, what would you do as... A magical practitioner. And again, we always clarify that you can't just rely on magic and witchcraft for this shit, right? If you can donate money, donate money. If there are other things you can do in a practical, mundane way, do those things as well. But to supplement your mundane human effort as witches, what would you do to, say, assist uh, refugees uh, or people um, who, were, who were fleeing, you know, the Ukraine? You know, what, what could you do or what would you recommend to maybe help these people? Well, you know, it, it, you said it. If you can, if you can give money, donate money, you know, uh, that's something that you should do. If you know, um, but magically speaking, magically speaking, uh, first of all, I, I, I would again, I again, we've been mentioned that we can uh, spiritually bypass healing, right? Mm, yeah. But I would actually try to do a cleansing on them. Okay. All right. You know, to remove all that negativity that they've been gone through so they can maybe think clear. Okay. And and, and have an idea of what they need to do, right? Okay. Because when we're talking about uh, this much people, magically, it's really hard for you to focus on a a group of people that have different necessities. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I think that a cleansing, not even a healing, Mm -hmm. a cleansing and a clearing for them, that would be great. Uh, because it will help release the stress, okay. that energetic uh, uh, weight. B- weight that they have. Yeah, okay. You know, and, and that will help them be more uh, open to, I don't know, to, to find a solution. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, if anything else, it would help to maybe clear something so that they could better focus on maybe what that next step needs to be. Yes. Even, even obviously, if it's a step yeah. that they don't want to have to be taking because, it's, you know, they're, a, they're being forced to make these changes. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Austin, what about, um, well, both of you. Um, so, so the other piece of that, what, what, what do you think we could do as witches to help situations? Say like the example I, I, I kind of threw out there of the Russian military, like sieging particular areas, like what could be done? Say if you were a witch and you were caught in your neighborhood, your town, whatever, and your town or your neighborhood had been surrounded by like an enemy military force, you know, and they weren't actively attacking you, but they were, you know, making sure that, you know, like, like you know, they're there, right? And they're, and there's danger there, right? Mm-hmm. What, what could be done in a situation like that, maybe to help someone? Cloaking spells. Cloaking? Okay. Yep. Okay. You, can you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Um, making your energy in your presence as little and as small as possible. Okay. What would the benefit of that be? You would not be noticed. You would be less likely to be singled out okay. for attack uh, or anything like that. Okay. Um, and it would be more apt to give you safe passage if you were trying to get out. Okay. All right. They okay. can't get you if they can't notice you. Okay. All right. That's true. All right. And I will add to that. Yeah. I would definitely... You, you and I were looking at it. Mm-hmm. We will look at the spirits of the land. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I yeah. will be, obviously, we didn't do nothing with that because we're not from there. Yeah. And we are very wise and we respect culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But spirits of the land, if you, if, if, you know, that, that would be the best way to go. You know, offer them, 
give them an offering to the spirits of the land. And even if you do not work with them, give that offering, hey, these invaders that are here, Mm -hmm. they're yours. Do as you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, have fun, you know, even in tiny ways, you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah, like torture them. Well, and another thing that we could look at is if we know their culture, right? Um, I believe the majority of them are Catholic. Um, yeah, there's a large Catholic community there, um, but it's, if I remember correctly, like, it's, like, an unorthodox. Okay, kind of so, a, but, but yeah. they still believe in, like, the saints and angels. I, be, I believe so. Well, right? I mean, they, they have a lot of spiritual diversity right? in their area as well. So, yeah. um, so. but for that, you could just not necessarily work with those spirits as they know them, but, you know, the archetype of, for example, St. Michael... Um, that every light worker thinks they work with. But if you actually just go to the dollar store or go to your local grocery store, purchase some St. Michael candles. Some of them are going to be like a buck. Yeah. Okay. Find the St. Michael novena. The novenas. Okay. Yeah. Um, and give him some water or frankincense and myrrh because that's one of the things that he loves. And light that. Pray that novena. Let it burn. That's going to help bolster their faith and allow them to feel more strong and confident. Yeah, that, that, that's that's good. That's good. I also want to say that if is if there's any Slavic witches out there, yeah, that they are listening mm-hmm. to this, yeah, you guys, if you're legitimate Slavic witches, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you are the ones that actually can contact the spirits of the land. That's true. Even if you don't live over there mm-hmm. because of your ancestral connection or your cultural connection. You're you're gonna have a lot more power in this situation than yeah. well any of us for Call sure. Which the wood up? There you go. Exactly. Yeah. Talk, and talk believe me, spirits. believe yeah. me, if you contact contact us in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. because you want us to join you in a spell, we will. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. We're always down to lend energy to things. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You tell us. You tell us when, where, what we need, and our coven will be there in full fucking support. Yep. Yeah, well, I mean, we've we've already done a work. Oh yeah, and we, we already did the process of that working. We did network with witches all around the world. So how would you yeah. guys feel if we did a setting of lights when we pray? Um, that's a conversation that we could probably have off podcast. <laughs> but I mean, I'd be okay with it. I, you'd have to explain to me how that was going to be a benefit um, to the people. In the like Ukraine. a vigil, but yeah, yeah, setting and directing energy and intentions. Okay, all right. Yeah, we can we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Well. Once again, thank you, Vlad, for yep. joining us. And yep. as, as always, Austin, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, you know, if you, you follow us, go in and give us a like. Uh, if you have any questions, please contact us. You can contact us on Facebook, Instagram. Sure. Um, let us know if you have anything that, we, we'd like to, um, that you'd like to hear us talk about. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So, Keep it witchy. Yep. See ya.